the This Week in Music History podcast with Marty Miller from Nova.ie and Radio Nova. Hello there and thank you for downloading and checking out our musical education podcast. So what else would you be doing? Aren't you limited to 5k at the moment? Soon to be 20 and maybe that'll be scrapped even sooner than we thought. What am I talking about? Because we're still living in COVID-19 times here in Ireland where there's restrictions in place. Not quite lockdown anymore, but there's still restrictions. The big scandal in the real world is that pennies won't reopen on Monday with a lot of the other stores. <gasps> Back in the world of music history, let's do it then. Let's take a look at the week of June 1st to June 5th. What happened this week in music history? Well, in 1959, the first ever edition of Jukebox Jury appeared and aired on the BBC. Now, this was um, a show where people would just basically listen to music and say what they thought. You remember the theme, it sounded like this. In 1981 this week, the first issue of Metal Magazine Kerrang! was first published. ACDC were on the front cover. There was also articles on Motorhead and Saxon. From 1981, here's Brian Johnson on the hugeness of taking on the front role of ACDC. I said yes, immediately. Right. And I've, I've got to be honest, to me, I thought the ACDC were just like a clique band in England. I didn't really know about the success you know, about America right. anything like that, or highway the hell had done in America. And uh, it wasn't until about four or five days after I joined them and I'd gone down to see the lads and we were rehearsing that I, I suddenly said, you know, myself, or, you know, I've let myself into something a lot bigger. This week back in 1976, Wings set a new world record. They performed in front of 67,100 fans in Seattle. The largest attendance for an indoor crowd. Isn't that unbelievable? How do they sound? Like this. Here we go. And this week back in 1989... 52-year-old Rolling Stone Bill Wyman married 19-year-old Mandy Smith on Charlie Watts' birthday. Wyman's 28-year-old son was best man. All of the other Stones were there and the marriage lasted 17 months. I love this. This is from the actual wedding speech from Bill Wyman on his wedding day where he tries to crack a joke and nobody goes for it. Have a listen. There was a, there was a few problems on the way but we finally made it. And... Uh, I just feel wonderful. Well, I wish him lots of luck. I think it's a very good idea to get married. I'm glad he's finally taken the plunge. 1967, we had the start of the summer of love. Light My Fire was given to us by The Doors, where it literally became the number one and the big feel-good hit of the summer. Here's Ray Manzarek talking about how it all came about. definitely a box. comes in with a, a, a song called Like My Fire, the first song he ever wrote, A minor to F sharp. 
Dunsmore said, let's make it, you know, it's got a, give us a Latin thing. And back in 1970, I tell you, it wouldn't needed to have been done today. Ray Davies of the Kinks was forced to make a trip from New York to London to record one word in a song, Lola. So they had to change the word from Coca-Cola to Cherry Cola, otherwise they wouldn't get played on the BBC because it would be seen as advertising. Here's how the original sounded. Letter in a club down in Old Soho Where you drink champagne and it tastes like Coca-Cola This very week back in 1942, Capitol Records was launched in the United States. All set in the studio. Everything is ready in the control room, so let's go. This might be the third try, or the 23rd. The orchestra stays at it playing the number over and over until Capitol's recording director is satisfied it's letter perfect. This week back in 1977, The Jam gave us their debut single, In the City. It didn't do very well, but it was the start of something. Here's Paul Weller. It's either divided up into like heavy metal dirge or nonsense disco music, or otherwise it's like all the so-called new wave groups are just doing exactly the same things all the previous bands have done. Like there's no difference between The Clash and, and this week back in 1997, founded member of the Small Faces and the Faces, Ronnie Lane died age 51 after a 20-year battle with MS. That band, or those bands, were all about rock and roll excess. There were all crazy moments in the Faces. Like we said, when we played, we just invited everyone back to the hotel and wanted to continue what was happening on stage back at the hotel. It's non-stop. I think we're getting the airline pilot in the pool first uh, and and the co-pilot followed by most of the audience uh, that would follow us back from the yeah, gig. Yeah. And they would get them all in the pool first and then pick the ones that we liked uh, to party on with us. That's Kenny Jones and Ronnie Wood of the Small Faces and Faces talking about their fun times. And this week back in 2002, D.D. Ramone, the bass guitarist with the Ramones, died in Hollywood, California. A heroin overdose. Nasty. Um, here he is talking... <laughs> back in the day about very spinal tapish about their new amps we play so loud and all the amps couldn't take it but now we got these amps that they they can they really they they work you know we can really push them and we could blow this place apart if we wanted to these ones go to 11 That is a look at This Week in Music History. You can get our little podcast every single week here on nova.ie or via wherever you get your podcasts from. Thanks for downloading and thanks for listening.